0: Hello heroes and heroines, sidekicks and supervillains. Welcome back to another episode of Panel Pictures, a podcast about comic book movies. I am your friendly neighborhood, Zach, and as always I'm joined by my good buddy Cody McKinney. How are you, Cody? Uh
1: <laughs>
0: what's the matter, man?
1: Yeah, you know it. You know it's wrong.
0: Oh, I know it's wrong. I'm just, you know, tell tell the audience what's wrong.
1: The incredible snore. <laughs> the, the incredible nap.
0: Tell us, tell us how you feel
1: about it man <laughs> the the incremental sleep <laughs>
0: yeah. man i um let's let's go ahead and just jump into it so what was your first interaction with the hulk uh hulk hands that was the first time you ever been exposed to the hulk well i
1: mean like i think the first time i actually was exposed to the hulk was that like t- like 2000 hulk 2003 oh 2003 i was i knew it was like early 2000s yep like and that was like I got some whole cans from it and like as a kid that movie doesn't seem that terrible but as an I'm, adult yeah Angley kind of did not great but yeah. he did okay I mean it's as okay as this movie we just watched absolutely absolutely because I think there's there's things from both that are uh, are good and things from both that are uh, not so good. And if you could combine the good things from one and the good things from another, you might get a better movie.
0: That's yeah. So this is the problem I've had with with the uh, DC movies, you know, because we had Man of Steel and then we had the Dark Knight trilogy and then they tried to reboot using the canon from those films but with completely different set of actors and then trying to make a new legacy while heeding to the old one, and I feel like 2003 and 2008 Hulk is a good Marvel example of that. Right? Yeah, or they're
1: just like, we gave you an origin story, but you, you're kind of getting a new one, not really, though. Yeah, exactly. Now it's super soldiered serum, kind of, not really, gamma radiation Kind of, sort of, not really, yeah. We're not really sure why he's big and green, but he's big and green, and his blood <laughs> is poison.
0: Essentially, yeah. So, my first experience with the Hulk was through, I think I saw him cross over on an episode of either the Spider-Man or the X-Men cartoon from the 90s. Like I,
1: and then, I don't think it was X-Men, because I think I feel like I would have remembered that, but maybe i Well, wrong. the Avengers... The I, Avengers did, I did not watch the Spider-Man one, though, Okay. So. And then I eventually... I remember I had a
0: comic of the Avengers, and it was 90s Hulk, so yeah. he was like... Giant, really green, purple shorts. No, 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 no. So, he was like... Really, cell shaded and like he had long hair. Uh, oh, okay. Like, like, rough
1: looking Hulk and like the uh, same thing they did with Aquaman when they gave him like a mullet and one arm. Yeah, and like yeah. they just made. him They were like, that he's
0: nineties gritty. That was that was pretty cool though. I liked at least in the Justice League cartoon, I liked him hacking <laughs> off his own arm. But uh, but yeah, so that was my first uh, exposure to the Hulk. But then I wanted to tell you a little story about
1: my, it was probably like my second or third introduction to the hulk please so please tell me it's not that you, you people wouldn't like believe that no, no no so no, no
0: more no more playground conspiracies <laughs> okay. at least for this episode no so i came across an old episode of the hulk cartoon and it had the intro and everything and you know i could tell it was dated even as a kid but i didn't really care that much right
1: it was in color and it
0: moved exactly exactly so the episode in question actually was titled she hulk and if you know, She-Hulk is Bruce Banner's cousin. Yeah. And it took place. Uh, she was in her law firm, you know, and all of a sudden this like gas canister comes into the hallway and they're like, "Ah, oh, watch out, you know, shh, shh, you know, and she manages to get out. So she sees and I'm not exaggerating. People are walking in the streets, and she sees two Hydra agents in their full green and yellow jumpsuits hop into a car and drive off, right? Like, no one would pay attention to that. So, I think, if I remember correctly, I think she hulks out and starts chasing after them, right?
1: Did did they have Hail Hydra, like, written on the side of the van? No,
0: but this is better, though. Okay. But this is better. So, these these two... Hydra agents are in a car, and they're like, "That'll show 'em, yeah." And then all of a sudden, he's like, "It's a green light, Marv. What are you doing?" And he's like, "I don't know. The car's not moving." And you look, <laughs> and She Hulk is like lifting up the back yeah, the, of the back car. tires. Yeah, and he goes, "Oh no, it's She Hulk." And then the other one just looks at him and goes, "I knew we should have been plumbers." <laughs>
1: uh,
0: wow. <laughs> and like. That's all I remember. I don't even remember the actual Hulk being in there. I just remember She-Hulk, and then being like, "I knew we should have been plumbers." <laughs> <laughs> it just made me think of um, the, the, what, what's the Adult Swim cartoon uh uh making fun of Johnny Quest and oh Venture Brothers, Venture Brothers. Thank you. It made me think of Venture Brothers. The, the two, looking the, back at it as an adult.
1: Yeah, like the two goofy henchmen.
0: Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. Whose names of. I don't remember. I, don't, I haven't
1: watched Venture Brothers in like five years. Yeah, but it was it was. It's so, back. I just haven't watched it. Yeah, it, but so that was
0: uh that was that. uh And then Hulk hands. That was another big one. uh Everyone had Hulk hands. Like, I, and it
1: was just it was a neat toy. Like you saw it. Really it was. And like you're a kid, and you're like they're like boxing gloves but like big and green and they make noises yeah
0: i mean that was that was a really good marketing tool i think to get hulk into kids hands because there's always going to be kinds of kids that are that are into cool and serious characters like batman or captain america there's always going to be kids that are interested in more silly characters like spider-man right and then, you know, when I was working down in at Atomic Comics, I was I you could always tell
1: <laughs> speaking like, of an at yeah. atomic the the
0: big old oh, uh, paper paper mache, mache Hulk. sad yeah. Hulk. Yeah. He, who's he's a, deflated. Yeah. He's a um, had better days. He has, yeah. But but you could always tell though about like so certain kids because there would be that one type of kid and they would love the thing and Hulk. Yeah and there's always like, there's always just, that one type of kid that loves the characters. And juggernaut. Just, and juggernaut, right? Characters that will just smash crap. Yeah. And I think as far as that goes, this movie, checked that off the list there. That might be it, though. So, Cody, let's go ahead and jump into 2008's The Incredible Hulk. Which I
1: always think is the first movie for the MCU. I always think that nope. Iron Man 1 comes after nope. this, but Iron then Man. I forget Iron that Man, Iron Man, Man shows up. Before,
0: about, about one or two months at before At the this. end of this movie. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so... This movie was made uh, with Universal's help because obviously Universal still holds the license for the Hulk, and that's why we haven't had a solo Hulk movie since this. Kind of like Spider-Man and Sony, but exactly. But then Sony got their head out of their ass and they realized they could print money if they just let MC, you know, the Marvel Studios do their thing. But then they made,
1: then they're making Venom, and they're they're they're, am, they're creeping their head back up their ass
0: a little bit. I am lo- so looking forward to that because I can't wait. I can't wait for Sony to be like, oh. Oh, we did The Thing again. (laughs) Oh, like with Amazing Spider-Man when we thought we could get away with making a Sinister Six movie. Oh, that's right. If we just do more movies of Spider-Man with villains. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) We got it. God. Anyway, sorry. Back to Hulk. So, we've got The Incredible Hulk 2008 starring Edward Norton as Hulk slash Bruce Banner. Which is weird Yeah. now it it is
1: because we've had 10 years of Mark Ruffalo. Basically, yeah. Uh, We
0: have Liv Tyler uh, as Betty Ross, uh, Hulk's love interest, Bruce Banner's love interest, and also female Red Hulk. Uh, Back in 2009, she first premiered. We have Tim Roth as uh, Emil Blonsky slash Abomination, who's the villain for this film. We have Tim Blake Nelson as Samuel Stearns, who's a small role. Uh, Ty Burrell as Leonard Sampson. And then we have William Hurt as... Thunderbolt Ross, who is also the first Red Hulk, who he premiered back in 08, I believe. And he's all movie trying to put a hurt yeah. on the Hulk. Yeah. So looking at this lineup and look at these characters and the fact that we have, you know, we have Hulk, we have Red Hulk, we have female Red Hulk. We even have at one point there's a character credited as Amadeus Cho who took over as uh, Hulk recently I don't, I don't know if he's still i don't I don't believe he is uh, i haven't been reading hulk that much yeah that's right he's totally awesome hulk in 2015 we have a lot of deep cuts here and the hulk could have gone places had there not been some really weird choices with storytelling and character development and also universal just you know wanting to put their right. fingers all over everything ex- ex- exactly exactly so let's go ahead and get started so Thank God Hulk went ahead and just kind of summarized everything that happened up to this point in about a really quick four-minute montage. You know, we have we have Bruce Banner in a seat. He's getting, you know, the gamma rays put into his eyes or whatever, however they want to explain it, in a chair similar to the chair from the Hulk TV series. He, you know, uh, turns into the Hulk. He knocks out Betty Ross, um, and then he, I think he just escapes, right? Yeah,
1: like he just bolts because he realizes, he it's like, I
0: goofed. He does, yeah. So... We start seeing uh, conspiracy boards with monster sightings and green sasquatch. Yeah, I love
1: that newspaper article. It's a giant green Sasquatch. Yeah,
0: and then we see report. We have a little diagram, some Stark Industries, and we have, a, a, I think we have a report from Nick Fury as well on this, like, conspiracy theory board with all the strings attached. Yeah, you like know. Ch-
1: Charlie Days standing over there like, look
0: at it! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so we have all these little small cameos, and we basically are watching Thunderbolt. Um, and I see I have a typo in my notes as Thunderbolt, <laughs> <laughs> Thunder and Bolt Ross, Thunder, Thunder and Bolt Ross. We see Thunderbolt Ross trying to track down Banner. Uh, we cut to Bruce Banner. And he's in Brazil, meditating, and he stops a little metronome. And it's been a great deal of time that has passed. I think they said five years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh,
1: five. Yeah, I think it's five years without an incident. Well, I don't know if that's. Or wait, no, it's 100... five months without an incident. Yeah, that's five months without an incident. Yes. Uh, so he's in Brazil. He's living in a
0: favela, which is the um, kind of like the slums that are built into the sides of the hills and everything, you know. And he he's having a simple life, man. It's uh, you know, he's got a little dog. He's learning Portuguese. He's practice practicing what looks like to be movie aikido. Uh, that was jujitsu. Well, so the guy who is the actor for his teacher in that is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructor. Oh, okay. but the credits credited him as an aikido instructor. Neat. That makes
1: no sense. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we see. Thanks, Bruce, Universal. Yeah.
0: So we see Bruce Banner learning techniques to kind of qualm his anger, just to to. to uh, excuse me quell his anger some, rather some
1: creepy rib, rib cage showing breathing which makes <laughs> yeah. me uncomfortable some
0: breathing techniques uh he's got a heart monitor on him so he can keep control of his heart the entire time his instructor's slapping his face to test his anger and everything and and he's you know trying to trying to work his way down and then we cut to bruce banner going to a soda bottling factory
1: because you gotta have a job you gotta
0: have a job to pay for your uh, little apartment in your favela it's, it's, it's clear off the bat Bruce Banner's wasting his potential here uh, at this soda bottling factory because, you know, he's doing just a simple menial labor job. Uh, the, his, some of his coworkers are mean to him. They're, like, bumping into him, calling him gringo and stuff. And his boss eventually has, like, a problem with one of the power switches, trying to get the conveyor belt to work, and, of course, Bruce fixes it. And he's all like, let me put you on my payroll. You're wasting your you know, your talent here. And Bruce is like, no, no, no. And as he's putting the power switch back together, he cuts his finger. And two droplets of blood fall three stories down into the bottles. And what was interesting about this, my first little trivia point for this episode, it took visual artists, uh, visual effect artists one year to get that shot to work. Wow. It took them a year to plan that one shot of those two little droplets of blood going through three stories into the bottles.
1: That's impressive and seems crazy in 2018. <laughs> it, well, it is,
0: actually, because if you think about, like, they had the they had the two or it was like I think it was a two or three year span that the guys who were working on the Rocksteady Batman Arkham games, there was a team just working just on the cape,
1: just working on the cape for like two or three years. And like, just to, to derail, like the the new Spider-Man game just came out a little bit ago, and all I can think is, man, I'm glad Spider-Man doesn't have a cape because exactly. this would be just the worst. Exactly, exactly. So. Bruce cuts his finger, he sees his blood go down on the assembly line, he
0: panics, he's like, hey, stop, 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 and so, you know, they they stop. He sees his blood on the the bottom of the uh, track there for the assembly line, and he wipes it off, and he's
1: like, okay, I think everything's good. But misses a super-duper obvious bottle.
0: It is, and so that's it, that's exactly what I was going to say. The way they shot this, it's literally like he looks, and he's like, okay... And they pan just a little to the left, just a little bit. And then there's, like, on the lip of the bottle, there's this huge droplet of blood. And, of course, we go through the scene where the, the bottle goes through the factory, and they put the soda in it. And, and as they're it.
1: shooting from really far away, it's, like, super obvious that it's there, too. Like I know. any quality control person would have been like, huh, why's that bottle red? Exactly. That's weird. Exactly. I just... I I don't know. I guess they're trying to emphasize
0: like how low quality the soda was. I don't know. It's just it's insane that it no like, one noticed this big red droplet on one of the bottles. Looks
1: like darker green Mountain Dew. <laughs> it does, yeah.
0: So uh, his blood gets bottled up. It's put in a package and it's sent off to the U.S. So then we see Banner's nice female coworker. She gets harassed by the guy that nudged him earlier and in, in, in the locker room, I guess. And he's all like, you know, come on, come on, go out with me. And Bruce tries to come up and is all like, hey, why don't you go out to lunch with me? And he's like, you know, step off. And Bruce, th- I, I did find this really funny. In Portuguese, tries to say, you won't like me when I'm hungry. And everyone's like, huh? And he's like, hungry. You won't like me when I'm hungry. And they're all just like, what are you talking about? And finally, you know, the boss intervenes and he's able to take his coworker out of that, you know, awful situation. But
1: it was just a fun
0: little gag I enjoyed.
1: Yeah, I like I, I did see in one of the things I was looking at to get ready for this, that the word for hungry and angry Hello? are are not even, like, similar words, though. Oh, really? So in that, Portuguese? Yeah. So that's, uh... Huh. Th- that would just... I mean, it was a funny gag, but, like, if you do a little tiny bit of research, you're just like, that doesn't make any sense. Because you know, like in a lot of languages, there are two words that are like super similar that oh, mean yeah, like absolutely. drastically different things. Absolutely, but I don't think that those two are one hmm. of them.
0: Well, you know, Bruce Banner. We're we're gonna we're we know that he's an intelligent character, but we're gonna question his intelligence a lot here during this movie. So. Exactly. Anywho, so Bruce uh, gets off from work and he goes and he finds this gentleman near a truck and he's asking, you know, do you have it? And the guy says he does. And he's got this little wrapped up object and he is so excited he runs back to his house where he exclaims, this is my ticket out of here, to his little dog. Uh, he sets up this, like, gorilla communication array with a computer that looks like it's from the you know the early, two thousand, like, maybe late 90s, you know, like 2000, 2001, it has this little satellite thing.
1: You all right? No, I, just, I literally just looked it up. I hate to derail you. No, it's okay. Like, so Hungary in Portuguese, uh, according to Google at least, is uh fome. Comfom- okay. And angry is bravo. Huh? That's uh, it's not real close.
0: No, it's not at all. No.
1: <laughs> I don't feel like that's an, a valid like way to goof. No, I don't but feel like that is either. I'm blaming Universal for that one too. You're blaming Universal for that one too. Anyway, uh, jacked up computer, setting up. Yep. So he's gorilla. got
0: so he's got his gorilla gorilla workshop going on here, and then he's talking to a Mister Blue. So Mr. Blue says, hey, make a really high – he's like, do you get the flour? And he's like, yeah, I do. And he goes, okay, make a really high dosage out of the flour, and this should hopefully work. So we get to see Bruce Banner start being scientist Bruce Banner, you know, instead of soda bottling Bruce Banner. and <laughs> Soda scientist yeah, Bruce Banner. <laughs> so he's, he crushes up the flour. He's making a serum. He makes a – it's really cool. I, 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 I liked the centrifuge. Oh, yeah, that he
1: made out of, like, like just two, some junk laying around two his apartment. bicycle
0: wheels and a little motor, like, spinning it, you know. Uh, you know, good, good little set design pieces there. Anyway, so he, he gets the serum, uh, he puts it into like a sample, a blood sample under a microscope. And at first it seems like it's going to work. And then the cells go from green to red and you're like, Oh man. And then they go right back to green,
1: which is neat. Like that was a neat effect. It was. Like it looked cool. Like they, it looked like his cells were literally getting angry.
0: Exactly. They got big and, and swole up and they even broke the glass, you know, under the microscope. So that was a good, neat little section there. So, you know, he gets he gets exasperated and he's just like, dang, this isn't going to work, you know. And so Mr. Blue, he talks to Mr. Blue over the computer again and Mr. Blue says, you know, send me a blood sample. I, I can create a cure if you send me a blood sample. And so desperate but without options, he obliges, Bruce Banner does, and he obviously regrets his choice, but he pulls out a big vial of his blood. He titles it Mr. Green and he sends it off, you know, through the post, which I feel like would be more easily trackable. Than half the other shit he's been doing. Definitely. Like if you saw, like, if a postal worker was to report, like, we got this weird blood vial from, like, Brazil. Yeah, especially New York. It's like
1: Mr. Green. A post 9 11 world. Exactly. Like.
0: Exactly. I feel like, because later, you know, the, the government agents, you know, spoilers, not spoilers, they find the Hulk, right? Using, like, internet tracking and all that stuff through email. And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, what would stop them from just being like, Huh, we got a report of a weird package coming in from Brazil with the uh, blood titled Mr. Green.
1: Huh, huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder uh yeah right. wonder what this might be. I don't know. Anyway, so we move along. We're at the Pentagon. Uh Thunderbolt Ross is, you know, at his little conspiracy desk there. And supposedly I didn't catch it. Uh there is a picture of Captain America somewhere in his office. Uh, which yeah, is didn't, a little reference I to didn't Captain see America it there. Yeah. But we move on, and uh, this – I guess she's a sergeant or maybe or whatever. She comes in, and she says, hey, we got a report of gamma radiation sickness. So not even 15 minutes in, we get our Stan Lee cameo. Yeah. And she says, you know, old man in, like, Nebraska or Ohio or somewhere – uh, yeah, take,
1: I, th- I think it was on Willard State.
0: <laughs> yeah, t- takes, a, takes a sip of soda, and, you know, so we see Stanley opening the fridge, and he drinks it, you know, and he's just like, wow, you know? And he's got, and, like,
1: like, 17 of them in the fridge, too. He like, does. He's, he's definitely an addict. He's got so much
0: soda, but so he drinks it and drops the bottle, presumably from gamma radi- instant gamma radiation sickness. <laughs> Thunderbolt asks, you know, where did the soda come from? And they're like, Brazil, and he's like, this could be a lead, so he's like, send a team out to Brazil, let's see what we can find. So this other agent calls in a favor, and they get a very specialized, very highly trained agent to lead the mission, Mr. Emil Blonsky, who is a Russian-born United, United Kingdom, rather, Marine. And he's all like, you know, I'm your man, I'm all about combat. And he's like, cool, go find me Bruce Banner. So they send a team off to
1: Brazil. And Tim Roth's a very good choice for this anyway because like was. he he always is very good at playing a really intense dude. Exactly, exactly.
0: I I feel like minus minus Edward Norton, I liked the casting choices for yeah. these. I can only say I don't like Edward Norton now because we have Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, and because
1: like I he doesn't make a bad Bruce Banner so much. But like this whole movie, like all he ever gets to do being Bruce Banner is be homeless and occasionally be smart. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: So anyway, we you know, we're in Brazil again. These agents are kind of uh, sneaking in and they're gonna they're gonna trank Bruce Banner. That's the big thing. They're not gonna kill him. You know, Thunderbolt wants him alive, right? So the agents are sneaking into the neighborhood where Bruce Banner lives, and we hear a dog that's been barking, and then it yips, you know, and, and I'm like, oh, did they kill it, you know, and then you see the dog breathing on the ground, I'm like, okay, okay whew, whew. you know, good.
1: Which, I mean, if you wanted to make, Eli, uh, I just want to kill, call him Eli Roth, uh, Tim Roth's character, like, evil- or more evil, yeah. you know, just have him shoot the dog. Like yeah. I mean, like that—that's instant.
0: Like I would have, I would have hated that. It's instant heat. Any like anytime just... any a dog gets shot on screen, I'm done. I'm done with this film. <laughs> Are you, just, you just turn it off. I just turn it off. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so anyway, they use kind of like a roto plumber camera when they find. Uh, it's what it is, man. I know. It's, it's like just, a roto tool for your toilet with I, a camera I, on the end. I just of it. didn't expect
1: you to to phrase it that way. It's literally what
0: I got it written on my notes here. It's uh, let's see. they use a roto plumber type camera to check under the door. Banner's dog chews on it, so Banner's dog sees this camera under you know the door and chews on it. They're like, get rid of the dog. So the UC 4 four to get rid of a dog they're like get rid of the dog and they're like oh what should we do should we like throw a chew toy at it or should we like maybe trank it no let's put c4 on the damn door I, and
1: they wouldn't they wouldn't uh they wouldn't shoot the one dog but man we're gonna blow up this entire apartment exactly. complex to get rid of this exactly. other one
0: exactly i'm like holy crap guys it's just a dog this is overkill so they use c4 they blow up at the door they shoot up banner's room with darts and banner does the stereotypical well well overdone Uh, leave a bunch of crap, leave a bunch of crap under the sheets to make a body shape. And you know, they shoot it. And of course it's just a bunch of pillows and shit under a blanket with a wig. So Banner has dropped down from his kitchen to evade these agents coming into his house in a
1: well choreographed, like planned out, running away from getting caught
0: sequence. So this, this, this sequence, sequence was really weird for me. So he's, he's, he's belaying down from his kitchen window and the apartment right under him, the, there's there's a woman getting dressed, and she screams. And it's he's "It's the
1: like, same, it's the same oven factory." Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't recognize. Okay. Yeah, like with her hair down, I didn't yeah, recognize. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, okay. Like okay. I remember you pointed out in uh, the Iron Man one, like the sexploitative thing with the uh, yeah the reporter, and this is another like odd little sexploitative thing. Because she's like, she's
0: she's get in the middle of getting dressed, and she screams, and he's all like, Shh, you know. And he goes in there, and then they run out, you know. They're like, he's gone, you know, find him or whatever. And so they run out of his apartment, and he looks, and then he just kisses her on the cheek and runs off, you know. It was just a weird way of him to, to escape. So anyway, we move on, and we've got this... Re- oh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I got a note here. He leaves his dog, <laughs> asshole. Like, and who does that? The Hulk does. <laughs>
1: da, 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 da.
0: <laughs> so... We get this really long, well shot, but just really long chase scene. Yeah, like it's it what, goes through. Like,
1: it's like ten minutes. Yeah,
0: it goes through like an urban soccer field uh, where they've got you know like guys playing soccer. It 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 portrays the the favela culture in Brazil really well because it shows like how they're all laid out and everything. But it's just it's 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 so stretched out. It is so stretched out. I'm like okay, and they're running. And, and, they're they're running. Running. And, and they're running, and they're running.
1: maybe it's there to show Banner's endurance—that like he's not just a bookworm. Like there might I, be, if like you, if you if you saw Edward Norton without his shirt, like I did in the first couple of minutes, you would have known that guy's
0: not a bookworm.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, like he's he's fit. He's, he's a fit boy. He's still in like Fight Club shape. He's in very much Fight Club shape. But anyway, so we we get this
0: really stretched out, elongated chase scene. And then Banner bumps into his agitated co-workers. So they're all like, oh man, we're going to mess you up now that we're not at work. And he Aikido's slash jujitsu's his way through all that, like throws them off and flips them around. And then he notices he's getting chased again. So where does he go, Cody? Where does, he, where does a man who's getting chased by federal agents and his co-workers go where he thinks he will be safe? work back back to work back to the soda bottling factory and i'm sitting here and i'm like who made this choice in a writing context and who thought like this was a like this is bruce banner he's supposed to be like one of the top three smartest guys in the marvel universe and he's all like you know where they'll never find me the place where i work (laughs) everybody
1: hates work why would I go yeah. back why would they go back
0: <laughs> why would my agitated co slash the guys that you know tracked me you know through the freaking soda I just I can't fathom this i don't understand this i don't know what he was thinking if i go into a closed
1: off factory there's no way they can like get me here and if i turn into the hulk it won't be like catastrophic or anything if i'm inside of a building that's several stories i just i don't i don't get this full of glass (laughs) i don't get this at all anyway
0: so co-workers eventually like corner him in the in the bottling factory and they're all holding him and they're like teasing him and taunting him and he's all like really you don't want to make me angry and he's like oh you think you're a bad man or whatever and he's like no i got you know really you don't want to make me pissed and he hulks out right so as he hulks out he throws all of his co-workers around and that's when blonsky sorry i always like he has the weirdest name yeah yeah um,
1: it's it's very
0: hard to say tim roth's character email blonsky is just so weird anyway so Blonsky sees this and he's like, "Go open fire!" So they shoot darts at him. And they all bounce off the Hulk's back. You know, I thought that was a really cool scene the way we shot this. Right? Got that leather skin. But the, my problem with this is that we're using what they did with Iron Man, like shadows and like mystery, to hide the the appearance of the Hulk. Yeah. We already know what he looks like. He's we in- already know <laughs> who the Hulk is. It's on the poster. It's on the poster, like. The difference between this and Iron Man, right, was with the MK1 suit, I don't think you necessarily see that even on the poster, really. You see it a little bit in the trailer, but you don't see it in full glory. So, like, that made good suspense, you know, for like, oh, how's this suit going to look? Like, what's it, how's it, you know, going to, like, walk around and function, right? But with the Hulk, it's like, we know who it is. We know it's the Hulk. We know he gets angry and smashes things and bolts do, like, jack shit. Like, why are we using this, like, angle of mysterium and darkness and scariness and all that it's stuff like, like we, we know who this is
1: we've seen him eat a tank like. exactly
0: exactly so anyway so he hulks out and he starts like throwing agents around like they're rag dolls and they're trying to shoot them they use a flashbang grenade to try to get him, and of course that doesn't work and at one point, the Hulk picks up a freaking forklift and throws it at Jim Roth's character, you know. Jim Roth. Jim, shit. I'm so,
1: <laughs> Tim Roth. Jim Jablonski.
0: Jim, Jim Jablonski. Your boy, Roth. Uh, sorry, Tim Roth. <laughs> That's a Tim Roth's character. Let's, let's just call him Blanca. Blanc- That's a name that we know. We, yeah, Blonski. It sounds
1: like Blonski. All, right, all right, so he
0: throws it at Blanca because they're in Brazil. <laughs>
1: And, and blanca's green
0: <laughs> yeah oh god it's oh god better. oh man i wonder have they done like a death match between hulk and blanca that would be pretty good I
1: surely they're not Screw done surely that. has
0: done that anyway. So we're, so he throws a fork, at Blonsky Hulk escapes. You know, we do get some really good looking like CGI. Once we actually see the Hulk, like when he like roars, you know, and we finally see his face coming out of the shadows. Like we see the stubble on, you know, the Hulk's face and all that. And I, I thought, you know, this looks good. Even for a 2008 movie, the Hulk himself looks
1: good. I will say though, it's a different Hulk model than the one they use in Avengers. and, and it that, looks really weird compared to that one.
0: Well I think I think part of that is that they had to base it off Mark Ruffalo, right yeah. And the other part is that you know tech CGI Tech made a huge jump from 2008 to, to 2012. 2012. Yeah I mean I think by then we already had the first of the new Planet of the Apes movies didn't we? Yeah yeah I mean I mean that was that was the big jumping point right there was when we saw updated Caesar, you know compared to like Gollum. And yeah. it's the same actor, you know? Anyway, so Hulk escapes and Blonsky's all like, what was that? You know? And he, he talks to Thunderbolt later after they pull out and he's, he's like, you know, you, you didn't tell me that Bruce Banner had a second man. And he's like, no, that was Banner. And he's like, I want that power. I'm Blonsky and I want to be a, a better soldier. You know, I'm an old man. And of course, Thunderbolt being a stupid asshole, the way he is, he's like, I believe I can hook you up with that
1: power. We we just got some some not super soldier serum just laying around. Exactly. He's like he's
0: like, what could possibly go wrong with you know? Because I mean, the first time went great. That's why we have the Hulk. So what could possibly go wrong with me giving you some more super
1: soldier? But serum? But we we won't combine it with gamma radiation yeah. this time. It's we're just s-
0: we're smart. We won't put gamma <laughs> radiation at this time. We'll just give you a low dose and see what happens. <laughs> but that's for later. Anyway, so. Hulk runs away. Uh, he, you know, is, is is He's on the he's on the lamb essentially. And we see Bruce Banner waking up in the jungles of Guatemala. He thinks he's in Brazil. And he speaks Portuguese to this man that finds him in, in his truck. You know, And the guy's like, I don't speak Portuguese. And he's like, where am I? He's like, you're in Guatemala. So if you know where that is geographically. Real far away. Real fucking far away. So that's like the bridge between the, the bottom tip of North America and the top half yeah, of it's, South America. It's like Central, Central America. Yeah, very Central America. So he's like, can you help me? And he's like, sure. So then we get to see Bruce Banner walking by himself in Mexico, and this is where we get the lonely. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Hulk TV theme trivia, you know, trivia really point there. I'm, I'm exactly, really sad
1: because I'm homeless. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, he's in Mexico and he's by himself, you know, it's, it's all sad. He's starving and poor, but he somehow manages to get himself some good old stretchy pants while he's in Mexico. (laughs) Cause he looks at the pants. This, I did think this was funny. He's buying pants in Mexico because this little boy gave him some money and he's like looking at the pant size and he's like, yeah, that'll fit me. And then there's this really large woman next to him and he puts it up against her behind And he's like, huh. And then he goes, stretchy? Do you have stretchy pants? And then they're like, oh, yeah, here you go. And they give him some stretchy pants, you know. So he's got some. He's got himself some stretchy pants. He's walking his way through Mexico, and uh, he eventually makes his way to Culver University in Virginia. And he totally doesn't look like that one adult student stereotype creeping yeah. around with a bunch of eighteen-year-olds. He's
1: like, I'm definitely a dude in my forties, dressed like a, an eighteen-year-old. Exactly.
0: And then he tries to get through campus security, and you know he doesn't want to risk it. Sorry, I've, I, guys. I have to drink a lot of coffee for this film. We got. There's just so much. Also, movie. does it say?
1: <laughs> Say how long it took him to get to Virginia from Guatemala? Cause, like, that's no. a that's a trip. That's it. That is a trek. And you know. got to get across the border.
0: And- I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. But anyway, so he's he's at Culver University where you know he the experiment happened. He's hoping that he can. I, I don't know if he's hoping he can meet with Betty, but he is trying to at least get the data for yeah. Mister Blue to help make a cure he's walking around campus and he sees Betty from afar and he starts like admiring her from afar. And we get that point, that moment where he's like, should I reach out and talk to her or whatever? And she looks at him and you're thinking, uh Oh, she's seen him. And he kind of hides behind a tree. Turns out she's moved on. She's dating a psychiatrist. Cliche. (laughs) Right. So, well, I mean, it has been, a good while. Yeah, I know,
1: but like it's the it's the like I oh I see the girl I like. She's with a dude who's vastly oh, inferior mean the shot, to you mean me. The, you mean the shot? Yeah, the, yeah shot like, was, the shot
0: was a little cliche. Yeah,
1: totally gonna hook up later. Exactly. So Banner goes back to
0: I guess his favorite pizza joint nearby, Stanley's Pizza. And so here's another little cool trivia tidbit here. So the guy that plays Stanley that owns the pizzeria in this scene. His name is Paul Souls, and he's actually the voice actor for the Hulk in the 1966 Marvel superheroes cartoon. Didn't know that. Uh, and if you know anything about that cartoon, it was it was a lot of like still frame animation with little bits of moving every now and then. It was basically moving comic panels, yeah. is what it was. Um, but that was the voice actor for the Hulk. Huh. So he gets there, and Stanley's all like, you know, I never believed any of that, you know, going on. And he's just like, I need a place to stay, and he's like, Well, you can crash here, you know. And then Bruce Banner. Is like, oh, and one more thing I need from you. And then we, ca- we cut to him <laughs> under the guise of a pizza delivery man breaking into the campus, you know, getting yeah. past campus security, and he gets to the campus security, and we see who is at the security desk? None other than Lou Ferrigno. Yeah.
1: Also, random thing. Oh, yeah, go for it. We've both been to a lot of colleges by this point. Campus security is not that tough to get past
0: uh, In some colleges it is. in some of the higher league schools it is.
1: I mean, yeah, maybe I guess I, I've never been to an Ivy League school or anything. Well, at,
0: when I went to University of San Francisco, you actually had to have your key card to get into some of the study halls. So yeah, I mean like uh, that's like that.
1: that's fair, but you know like I, I've never seen like a large amount of patrolling security guards at even the bigger universities. Well, Regna wasn't
0: patrolling. he was sitting there on his desk looking handsome okay fair
1: yeah Continue. so anyway
0: Bruce Banner's got a pizza and he sees Lou Ferrigno at the security desk and he's all like yo man I, I got a delivery and he's like yeah I don't know about that And he's like I gotta try I gotta I gotta at least try to collect and he's like hey I got a free medium Lou Ferrigno you want this free medium pizza and he's like all right go on in there and he's just <laughs> like thanks man you're the best you know And we see Lou Ferrigno
1: start eating some now pizza. that does seem like campus security <laughs> then yeah exactly right like oh okay fair.
0: it well, reminds cool. me of um the time I had one of my swords on campus when I was teaching uh, martial arts there and I had campus security like just strolling up to me and I was thinking, oh God, here we go. And the campus security officer's like, hey man. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm glad I'm not a guy with like malicious intent or whatever. And he's yeah. just like, you seen that Geico commercial where the pen's mightier than the sword? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, that's funny crap, ain't it? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, cool, have a good day. <laughs> Walks off. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's, uh... that's campus security for you. Anyway, so Benner logs into a computer. <laughs> using betty's credentials which somehow still work you know because if it's anything like actual campus credentials you have to change your password every fucking 10 weeks yeah and you can't use the same password or the same password like i've got a weird thing i can't use the same password within 10 passwords yeah and i don't even know same at work yeah so Anyway, so somehow they still work. He, we then see a stupid plug for Norton 360 on the computer for no reason. It literally is like, virus scan. Norton 360 says this computer's okay. <laughs> and then that was it.
1: It's it's because Edward Norton uses Norton antivirus. Because ah. Norton squared no. divided no. by McAfee stop, equals... Stop. Cody, you're
0: fired. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Kaspersky. <'Cause so>. Kaspersky. <laughs> oh shit anyway so uh turns out there's no data about the experiment on bruce banner there's no data about bruce banner within any of the uh databases within the university so he's kind of like stumped because without this data again he can't help mr blue help him make a cure so bruce decides it's time to move on he's gonna leave his bed at stanley's pizza he's packed up and he's ready to roll out and who should walk into stanley's pizza but bruce banner's love interest betty ross with her boy toy the Mr. Psychiatrist man, and they're like, come on, Stanley, make us a pizza. I know it's closing. And he's like, ah, you kids. I got nothing I, but marinara. I got, I got nothing but marinara, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Papa Booey. <laughs> I'm a stereotype. I'm, a stereo, I'm an old Italian man stereotype. You know, So he's he's making them a pizza, and uh, the psychiatrist guy is like in the middle of telling a joke, and he leans down. And as he leans down, she looks into the back kitchen there and she sees Bruce Banner. And of course he disappears before she can like make a really strong connection. So she runs to the back of the kitchen and runs out in the back alley. She thinks she saw Bruce and Bruce is hiding behind a dumpster, you know, and that's it.
1: In the rain. In the
0: rain. Yeah, of course. So uh, Bruce decides he's going to head on out. So he's in the rain. Sad Hulkin. Sad hulking <laughs> through the rain with his with his duffel bag. And uh, we see Betty drive up, and she's all like, Bruce, and then they kiss in the rain, (laughs) you know. (laughs) It's just, this film is so full of cliche shots and film concepts, you know. It's it's hardly been original yet.
1: Like, anytime they do any sort of good cinematography, like, where you see, like just a shot of like his green eyes and stuff like, or like that blood thing. Like all the cool stuff gets negated by all the crap where you're just exactly. like this again. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So it's revealed that Betty actually has all the experiment data on a flash drive. She managed to grab all of it before they could delete it. And Thunderbolt Ross wants to dissect Bruce to make the game of radiation in his body, a weapon. This is what Bruce Banner reveals to Betty. Uh, so we move on to the next scene. Thunderbolt Ross goes to a cryogenic storage place and he opens up a tankard of super soldier serum from cold storage. And here's another trivia point on the tankard is Dr. Reinstein's name, who is a one of the aliases for the gentleman that actually helped create Captain America in the Captain America movie. Uh, the, the little German scientist, yeah. that's one of his aliases is Reinstein. Didn't know that either. And it says not to use the super soldier, so, excuse me, super soldier serum without Vita rays, which is how they got captain America to be captain America. They yeah. used the serum with Vita rays, right? not gamma rays, not gamma rays, rays, but Vita rays. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he opens up the tankard, you know, and he pulls up the serum and he's like, we're going to give Blonsky a low dosage, you know, and they're going to put it into his muscles and his bones. We then see Betty and Bruce trying to say goodbye to each other because Bruce insists that they can't be together and they're on campus, you know, trying to say bye. And this is when we have the military... Suddenly show up with no explanation of how they get, like
1: know that they're there in the most obvious fashion ever. I know,
0: like soldiers like just rolling up in Humvees, and and it's just like trying
1: to be stealthy in full military garb in broad daylight. It's,
0: like, just, it's it's just like how did they know? Like if we had, and they explain eventually how they knew. But there's no setup, right? I think yeah. the setup should have been, like, and we'll get to the actual setup, but, like, we, the, the setup should have been prior to this event, right? Then it would have made sense. But now it's, like, you know, it's Bruce and Betty. You're, like, oh, bye. You know, you can't <laughs> follow me or whatever. And it's, like, Humvee's coming in. Oh, like, copters are flying around, you know. It's, like, how the hell do they know? And,
1: and Tim Roth is running, like, uh Captain America runs. Exactly. So then Tim Roth
0: like runs in, you know, and he's he's obviously got that super soldier serum in him, and he's doing better than all the other soldiers. Bruce Banner, of course, is trying to run away and they eventually catch him in this glass overpass between two buildings and they lock because the Because every campus has one. I wish, right? <laughs> they catch him in there and Betty, of course, tries to go help him. I don't know what she was planning to actually do, <laughs> but she starts running towards the building and Bruce sees her getting tackled by two soldiers and that sets him off. So then he hulks out again, and we. This, I did enjoy this. I did enjoy the the hand pressing on the glass through the smoke and everything. You know, I thought that was a little interesting shot. Him breaking the glass bridge and throwing the debris at soldiers and running and
1: all that stuff. This was, I thought this was pretty well shot. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, and this is kind of like. The first time you see Hulk be Hulk, I mean, like you saw it in the factory, but it was all dark well, see, and shadowy. All they did the factory and dumb. was throw
0: like a soda tankard and, and a, a fork forklift, yeah. and you, even then, you didn't really see him do it that well because everything's dark and kind of clumsy looking, you know. So anyway, he he hulks out and he starts running towards these soldiers. His body isn't huge, but it's like ripped, yeah, you know. So he's not he's not humongous. He's just like, he's just very, very very swole. He's ultra jacked. He's ultra jacked. We'll say that. So uh, this is where we get, like, he roars and Betty, like, kind of gets scared, you know, seeing the monster that Bruce Banner's become. But this is also where we see Blonsky look really interested, like side-eyed, like hungry eyes. Yeah, interest like, hungry eyes, (laughs) like, looking at this. He's like, I want that power. He's (laughs) like, I want that Hulk power. But anyway, so... Hulk is peppered with gunfire again. I don't know why they keep shooting him because they, it doesn't. Like, it, they it, they it, know it doesn't work. <laughs> they know it doesn't work, and yet they're still like, "Hey, let's keep
1: shooting him and see what happens." And then. Like, after the soldiers' try, Blonsky pulls out his sidearm. No, no, no. No. So Blonsky comes in with his
0: Resident Evil-looking grenade launcher. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And he's all, like, "Boom, boom, boom!" shooting him. And it's working a little bit. And you're like, okay, this is kind of working. And then Hulk throws a, like, big scrap of metal at him. He jumps on that, jumps on top of Hulk, gets, like, the high ground. And then... (laughs) Pulls out his sidearm and tries to shoot (laughs) him. And And I'm like, okay, so this guy is supposed to be like the world's like best fucking marine, and he opened up with a really strong game. He's like grenade launcher, boom, boom, boom. But he literally just saw fifty caliber machine guns on the backs of Humvees not be able to hurt this guy, and he's like, you know what would be a good follow up if I use my sidearm?
1: (laughs) Got my nine millimeter here. This this takes care of most things.
0: God, God. So anyway, um. It's shown here that Blonsky can, while he's outmatched as far as strength goes, he can keep up with the Hulk. He's agile. He's very agile. So the Hulk is like throwing blows at him and he's able to jump around and whip around and all that stuff. And, uh, it's, it's interesting because this is where we start to see Blonsky like understand his like scope of, what are (laughs) you chuckling at? Oh,
1: I'm just waiting on, I'm waiting on you to get to the the best
0: part. (laughs) I, okay. (laughs) Now you're no pressure, but anyway, so he, um, he's nimble enough to keep up with the Hulk. Blonsky then baits the Hulk into getting hit with these two sound cannons. Yeah. And it's... This, Which is a really cool
1: shot, too, because you is, see the sound waves. Exactly.
0: This is a really interesting shot. But then, it, And then deus ex machina's himself out of that, because he hears Betty screaming, and he's like, I'm just going to stand up and Which, throw things at how this. How did he hear through the sound waves? Because he's the Hulk. He's got gamma radiation hearing. That's yeah. his Logic. 12th power. Fair. Yeah. Anyway, so Blonsky then, you know, uh, he sees Hulk, <laughs> and he's all like... He's like, is that the best you got? And he taunts Hulk. And then Hulk just like kicks this dude in the chest and
1: wraps him around a tree. And the dude like <laughs> goes face first into a tree. Like that, I like I love that shot so much. Cause like it, he is mangled by this tree.
0: Exactly. In
1: like a breaking every bone in your body. And style he's just like <laughs> whoomp Gets hit into this tree.
0: But anyway, so <laughs> After we see Blonsky pretty much just eat tree, like get his fiber for the day, (laughs) Hulk runs off, Hulk runs off and Thunderbolt tells this nearby helicopter to fire at the Hulk, only to literally say five seconds later, don't fire. You know, he tells him fire. And then we see Betty uh, nearby with the Hulk and Hulk covers him and he says, don't fire. So it's this weird shot because it's like fire. And then Betty's under the Hulk as they're getting fired, and he's like, don't fire, you know, instead of saying, like, no, or something like that, or just regretting his choices. So these these explosions happen around the Hulk, and the Hulk shielded Betty, but she's knocked out unconscious, and the Hulk is holding her, you know, and we see how angry he's looking at Thunderbolt, and we think something's gonna happen, but no, we just get a slow fade to the next scene. So this was stupidly shot, because, like, <laughs> you would think he would, like, yell or run or something like that, but no... We just see Thunderbolt and Hulk stare at each other, and then he's holding Betty amongst all this carnage and fire and stuff, and then it just fades to a porch. (laughs) And and I'm sitting here, and I'm like, what is this? Who decided that was a good, like...
1: You don't just show Hulk jump off and then fade. You don't even show
0: Hulk, like, running off. We just, like, see them fade to a porch. A porch in Virginia. Stereotypical, like, brick house porch. Yeah. So then we see Thunderbolt talking to Betty's new boy toy, the psychiatrist, uh, I don't even bother remembering his name. Resident I think Beta Male yeah, I from think, Modern, I think, Modern <laughs> Family. I think his name is I think his name is Samson. Yeah, Samson. So he's all like uh, this is where we get explained like how they knew where he was, because he's all like, You did the right thing calling into us and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, that's it. That's that's how they knew. Samson was like, "I don't like you hanging around that Bruce Banner there, Betty. He's he's a bad apple, you know." <laughs> like
1: that's years of psychological training yeah. have, have shown that he's he's rough looking. <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: it's the stupidest fucking thing ever he's like he's like you know you do you know where they're at next and he's like i don't know and he's like i just know you don't care for it and he's like i do and he's like here's a psychological training let me know when someone's lying and then he's like you know betty used to never talk about your thunderbolt and now i see why and then you know thunderbolt walks off with where does she meet these guys it's like the stupidest like uh. alpha male <laughs> fight bullshit Thing that i've seen forever i don't, god that scene is just awful we go from literally seeing the hulk in full action wrap a man around a wrap tree. a man around a tree to Randy porch being like oh you did the right thing it just it's it just doesn't make any damn sense okay so we move on and betty wakes up in a cave with with hulk you know uh excuse me with bruce banner not rather. with a box of scraps not with a box of scraps <laughs> <laughs> we, we see we see Betty wake up and she goes oh box of scraps
1: <laughs> we see Betty and
0: Bruce Banner wake up and they make their way to a shitty hotel
1: wait you forgot about when uh, when the Hulk throws a rock at the sky because of the thunderstorm
0: oh that's right that's right <laughs> is
1: me mad at lightning lightning bad I, for, I totally forgot about that <laughs> that shows you like
0: how unimportant this scene is to me I just I didn't give a shit Anyway, so they, they wake up and they go to the shitty motel they're gonna make their their plans to run away. So Betty goes out and buys clothes for Bruce Banner and this is where we see another little tie-in into the comics. she buys him big purple stretchy pants Of course and he's all like, no, nah, I'm good you know but it's it's an obvious obvious homage to the Hulks purple pants. So they start falling back in love, and then Bruce and her are gonna bone, and then they don't because he's afraid his heart rate is gonna get up too high. <laughs> and I literally just wrote they can't bone because Banner's afraid he'll Hulk out. Uh, it's just stupid little thing. Anyway, the government then starts trying to track the two. They reach out to Mister Blue, and then Bruce and uh, Bruce and Betty sell Betty's necklace, and they buy this like shitty truck and they drive off. Right. So it turns out Blonsky survived the blow uh thanks to the super soldier serum and he's ready for more he's like he's like give it to me so they start giving him more serum and his bones start kind of popping out of his body a little bit he's looking more gaunt all of a sudden you know he's looking like you we can see the bones sticking out from his skin and everything and they get onto the plane trying to track him down and they're like how do you feel and he's like like a monster
1: (laughs) Woo! foreshadowing just like oh wait that's not even the best bit of foreshadowing what's what's
0: your, what's your favorite bit of foreshadowing <laughs> once at?
1: they get to the like once they get to mr blue and like oh god wait, yeah. We'll, nope, we'll get nope. to it. yeah so
0: so eventually banner meets up with mr blue um mr blue is this uh scientist I, he's in new york right they make their way to new york yeah. eventually and uh he agrees to try to cure him we get a discount dr frankenstein moment as i've written it here Because he sees him Hulk out on a table and then they like inject him with this thing and they think they might have cured him, you know, or at least, you know, put it at bay for a little while. And he goes with some more experimentation, we can work on this. And he goes, well, you'd need more of my blood. And he's like, oh, I
1: already had your blood. (laughs) I made (laughs) made a thousand of it.
0: So we walk into this hallway, this like creepy museum of banner blood, essentially. (laughs) And he's like, he's like, look, I've been recreating your blood because I didn't know when the next time I'd get a sample. And he's like,
1: I don't know how that works. Because I don't know if you can actually do that. In well, real life. so
0: he was so it, at least within the movie context, they were showing that like all the samples would say like Mister Green's blood, and then it said fourteen percent. Oh, um, okay. So we just combined and it so was. So he was he was he was basically combining it with other blood samples, I guess, oh, to make big
1: okay. batches of it
0: because it said like fourteen percent concentration, five percent concentration, that kind of thing, right? So it was basically watered down. But anyway, we. Uh, we get to this big like, hall of blood and Banner is obviously against this, right? He's like, dude, you got to destroy all of this right now. And of course, Mr. Blue's like, we could cure cancer. We could get Nobel Peace Prizes. We could do so much with this. And he's like, no, like stop. You don't know what you're doing, you know? And then of course, Bruce gets tranked because the military finds them again <laughs> through the magic of deus ex machina. Yes. And they they trank Bruce and they drag him out. Blonsky finds him and uh, he sees Mr. Blue and Blonsky's all like, <laughs> What is this? And he's like, it's you know Banner's blood. And he's like, could you make me you know in, into a super soldier with all this? And he's like, yeah, of course. So,
1: but but if you mix the super soldier serum with the gamma blood, it could create an abomination. Oh my god. Dot dot dot. That
0: was the worst. <laughs> that was the worst. Like yeah. So I've got it written down here. Blonsky then finds Blue and tells him to make him like Banner. And then quote, the mixture could be dot 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 an abomination. Like. <laughs> I just... How did we go from Iron Man to this? Yeah. I know, I know it's because of the different studios. I know it's because we went from uh, Paramount to Universal. <laughs> but. but how did we get here? How did we get here? Like, literally two months apart, we have what is possibly, you know, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, depending on how you view it, Marvel Cinematic Universe films, to this.
1: <laughs> so, so it could create an abomination.
0: I just... I don't know. I don't even know. So, of course... He, uh, Mr. Blue injects Blonsky with the uh, serum. He becomes a abom- Okay, what's up?
1: That like it is a level of line because I always think of like the Batman versus Superman Doomsday because it looks like Abomination from this movie. Oh God! It, yeah, I it about is that. the line that Lex Luthor says in that movie where he's like, "Meet your Doomsday." Like oh it's, my God. it is that line. All right, continue. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> like, just unbelievable. Just awful fucking writing. Okay,
0: so uh, Blonsky has become abomination at this point, And, of course, with all this power and bone-jetting outness. Like, going to run through the city. <laughs> he just, yeah, naturally, what does he do? He just runs through the city and, and tears shit up for no reason. Yep. Literally, we have no buildup other than the fact that he is insubordinate occasionally through a couple of earlier scenes. But we don't understand, like, why all of a sudden, other than the fact that
1: he's a quote-unquote
0: monster now. Yeah, he's
1: got a big power boner and he just wants to lay it down on the table. Blow
0: (laughs) shit up. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. So uh, I also wanted to note that the CGI for Abomination is really rough compared to that of the Hulk. When you look at the abomination and you see the background behind him even like it doesn't even it doesn't matter if it's a close up of his face it doesn't matter if it's like a full shot and we see the entire abomination body with the background behind him this is just rough. Yeah, it's it's
1: like they got to this part and they were just like, how much budget we got left? Yeah, right. They, we they, got to animate they're, the Hulk
0: and scrru- this dude. They're scrunching through the change jar and they're like, ah, we got about $5 left on the budget. And then it's like, okay, put all that into the Hulk and then we'll just see what we got left. Yeah, know?
1: like we can we can make the abomination out of yarn. Because and... the Hulk the Hulk is obviously CG,
0: but he looks well for the time, yeah. right? For, for 2008 CGI. But you look at the abomination and it's just, it's just there. It looks like a theme park ride. Yeah, you know, a, you know, CGI, early two thousands theme park ride CGI. Anywho, so <laughs> abominations knocking stuff over. He catches a freaking bazooka missile, laughs about it, and then like shoves it
1: into his chest. Yeah,
0: he takes a car with people still in it and smashes a a jeep humvee with it uh meanwhile thunderbolt betty and bruce banner are on this plane thunderbolt is insistent they're gonna take banner back and experiment on him and probably kill him who knows whatever and they see down below through camera feed you know what abomination's doing and bruce banner with like the dumbest jump in logic is all like "You you gotta send me back down there i'm the only one that can do this and and again this is bruce Banner. banner the guy who's like again probably like up there with reed richards competing for smartest guy yeah. in the marvel universe and he's all like just send me back down there just just throw me back down there i I'll, got this i'll
1: just fall out of this helicopter oh god and so light. yeah
0: so for for no reason and so i've got written here bruce ins- or excuse me banner insists he has to be the one to fight him using really shaky logic for a man of his intelligence maybe i can just aim it away like his anger yeah, you know, I don't, I don't understand this. And then he just wrote, says, "Betty, I gotta try." it. And I just wrote in all caps, "No, you don't!" <laughs> like you really don't. I don't know. It just I, uh... so Banner falls backwards out of the helicopter. He doesn't manage to make himself mad or seemingly in time and crashes into the ground in this big crater. And then we see the Hulk crawling out of the crater. So this doesn't make any damn sense to me because what? the way they shot this was that he goes, "Oh shit!" And then we see a small crater in the ground, right? And then somehow, because all these other transformations have taken at least 30
1: seconds to a minute, right? And I got an explanation for it. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Like, this is the, uh, like, the moment where you get, like, later with the Mark Ruffalo uh, Hulk, where he says the line, I think it's in Avengers, where he's like, yeah, I put a I put a gun barrel in my mouth and Hulk spits out the bullet. Like, I think that's the, uh, like, the concept here is that, like, Banner literally can't die because, like, as soon as he, like, as soon as death hits, like, Hulk is like, nope, we're, we're bodied oh okay that's a I fair way of that's looking at it. how that's supposed that's, to be I mean, interpreted that's, that's a good
0: use of using the you know universe's own logic yeah. to justify that so that yeah okay i'll take that then but anyway so hulk crawls out of the rebel to fight abomination he roars again hulk looking really good and then I, grow, I, I wrote, Abomination CGI is similar to that of his name.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, so. Hulk tears apart a cop car and uses the halves like boxing gloves, which I thought was the coolest fucking part of this movie. Yeah. Literally tears <laughs> a car apart, puts his fists in it, and he's like, these are boxing gloves now, and just starts beating the shit out of Abomination. It is, it's pretty brutal, too. It like, is, it's it a super brutal. Beats Abomination into the ground with these car halves, and then Abomination just like gets up, and he's like, nope, and tosses <laughs> him into the side of a building. And so, after this, Abomination pulls down a chopper with Betty and Thunderbolt in it because he knows they're in there, you yeah. know, and he, he knows he can get to Hulk through this. Hulk tries to stop him, but the copter crashes anyway, and then Abomination pins him to a wall. This is after just a bunch of beating, and unlike Iron Man, where the the way that they fought was
1: really interesting and well used. And, you, and like, Iron Man has to use his strengths to beat a stronger opponent. This
0: is just two CGI monsters beating the shit out of each other, which... On one end, of the, like on one end, you're like, okay, well, I walked into a Hulk movie, and that's what I wanted, yeah. right? But on the other end, we only get one really creative moment with that, and that's with the cop car boxing gloves, yeah, right? Like you literally have two titans of destruction. You have all the CGI power at the time and you can't write anything other than oh they just throw each other a lot. Oh they just punch each other a lot. You know, oh they just slam each other into the walls a lot.
1: Like it's it's literally a Dragon Ball Z fight. Pretty close, pretty damn close. Without energy blasts. I would
0: argue the Dragon Ball Z even then is more interesting even without the energy blasts. But anyway, so he basically pins him. Abomination pins Hulk to a wall. He tells him he doesn't deserve this power. And yet somehow Hulk magically day six, machina his way out of this struggle. He, he, he
1: goes Super Saiyan and he, and he, he wins. Just, he just
0: gets really mad and pulls the spike that Abomination has put into him out. And uh, he just kind of throws him off. Uh, he stops the crashed helicopter from exploding with Thunderbolt and Betty in it by clapping.
1: Yeah, he does, like, a big sound wave. He just does like, a big
0: sound wave clap and puts out the fire, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Because
1: air doesn't make fire worse.
0: Yeah, even though there was, like, fuel and fire there already. Yeah. It was starting to explode. Yeah. I, yeah, so. Like, again,
1: they should have just had him, like, pick up a fire hydrant and then, like, use his hands to, like. Or
0: what would have been better is if this was on the middle of a street rather than, like, the top of a building where they're at. And he could have taken a fire truck and like, that wouldn't yeah that with been a better, water tank like, having
1: just rip it open above yeah. it or something cool i mean like,
0: that would have made more sense than just going
1: <laughs> fire's gone
0: yeah. you know hulk no like fire Ka-dunk. done <laughs> like time i want to put out a fire i'm just gonna walk up to it and be like <laughs>
1: <laughs> clap on clap i'm off. gonna get my
0: Hulk hands. i'm just gonna be like <laughs> 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 clap a fire out yes Oh, God. Anyway, so he claps the fire out. Um, Abomination attempts to give Betty and Thunderbolt the killing blow. Asks if they have any last words. He gets this weird, like, chain, like, with two weights on it. I think it's, like, the weight sent from a bell in a bell tower. Yeah. And he says, do y'all have any last words? And then where we hear the famous lines of Hulk, and he goes, Hulk smash. <laughs> And then he stomps. Gotta, gotta get it in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in, in the worst way possible. And he, he stomps the ground. Uh, the ground kind of like disarms Abomination. Hulk then takes the chains and almost kills him, but stops when Betty pleads him to stop. So Abomination is like still fully transformed. He's just kind of tired yeah. and passed out.
1: Sad nation. And
0: so he just rolls him over towards the military and uh, he, he, you know, he kind of turns over and injured Abomination to Thunderbolt. He brushes Betty's face with his his big old finger. And then we see this helicopter light shine on him and his skin turns gray. And this was a reference to the first time Hulk was ever drawn in the comics because yeah, he had he, gray skin.
1: Yeah, look looked kinda like Solomon Grundy. Exactly. So and that was
0: that was Stanley's decision. He he wanted to make a huge person without being offensive to any actual ethnicity. And he was like, Well, what can I what colors can I get away with that would look good on comics? And so he went with gray, and then eventually they switched it over to green. But yeah, so we, we see this reference to that. Uh, and then, sad Hulk is sad as he jungle gyms his way through New York, and then runs off. So then we cut to Betty, and she's looking at a digital camera where she took a picture of uh, Bruce Banner. Earlier when they were the on their
1: like on the run honeymoon, yeah. weird thing. And the battery know, the dies.
0: The battery dies, and then she kind of looks off in the distance, all forlorn. And then it fades to a guy jogging in the woods, and we we realize that this is British Columbia. And we see Bruce Banner jogging. He's drinking tea. He's doing general hermit stuff. Uh, he manages to get the locket back that Betty bought. Or, excuse me, Pond, rather. Yeah. Manages to get that back, and he's got a little, like, addressed envelope, and he's going to send it to her. And he gets in the middle of the room, and he starts meditating. And then we see the little counter for Days Without Transformation, and it goes uh, from 31 down to zero. As Banner looks at the camera, his eyes turning green, and he grins.
1: And then it cuts. Which is supposed to be like a foreshadowing thing. To what? To what?
0: Because literally the whole movie, he's like, I shouldn't transform. I shouldn't do this. And now he's like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Well,
1: well, I took it as like a thing where he's like, it's supposed to show that now he can control the transformation. And I get get that when you explain it to me, right? Yeah.
0: But when I'm watching this movie, (laughs) I'm like, okay, what? Cause they don't they don't allude to that you know at and all. like they even
1: like I'm I hate it though because I'm I'm just using Avengers context though because like exactly you wouldn't know any of this shit
0: without the Avengers or without Ultron yeah, like- without <laughs> Thor Ragnarok you wouldn't know any of this bullshit
1: you would I, just be like, I just keep answering questions this movie asked exactly, with better movies
0: exactly exactly. <laughs> Uh, last but not least, we, we see this scene with uh, Tony Stark and Thunderbolt. They meet at a bar, and, you know, Thunderbolt He always
1: shows up with nice suits. Yeah,
0: and, and Thunderbolt makes a jab at Stark's suits, and Stark's like, what if I told you we're putting a team together? And he's like, what kind of team? And then they cut, up, cut to black. Yeah. That was The Incredible Hulk, 2008. If you- are coming at me with oh thor's the worst movie in the MCU, oh captain america is the worst movie in the MCU, iron man 2, iron man 3 are the worst movies, Ultron's is the worst movie. No, this is. I
1: don't think anybody says that captain america is the worst movie. Oh no, a lot I I've, I've met people that but insist like,
0: captain america the first avengers is the worst movie and and they are wrong. Yeah. So, you know, you, like, can, you can
1: at me. I don't care. I don't give a shit cuz you're wrong. And I, I think this one like as we're like, all right. So if we're gonna judge these, that's what we should do. If we're gonna do all these movies, we should like start ranking them as we as we watch them. That's, like that's fine. I, I think that's so. A, for right now, out of two, we got Iron Man on top <laughs> and, and Hook on and the, Hulk bottom. the bottom. <laughs> and, like,
0: and you know what? Hulk's gonna stay on the bottom. Cause this is literally the most bored I have been with a comic book movie in ages. Ages. You know, you know what's more entertaining than this? Catwoman. Because you can make fun of Catwoman. With this, it's just a bunch of bullshit strung together. It's just like, oh, Hulk sad. Oh, Bruce Banner sad. Hulk mad now. Oh, Bruce Banner kinda quasi-mad now. Oh, Bruce Banner horny but can't get his rocks off. <laughs> insert oh, cliche here. Insert cliche shot here. Insert I just (laughs) holy nutsack this movie is just awful i just it's so it's it's not a it's not a bad movie in the fact that it doesn't have like a beginning middle end or it doesn't have character development it's
1: very watchable
0: it is watchable in the sense that like if you're if you're in the middle of your mcu marathon right, at your AMC theaters for your 72-hour the, marathon or this, whatever. This is the one you sleep through because this is boring as shit. Line, it's just so boring. You uh, wake up occasionally to see the, the five minutes of Hulk action. I was going to
1: say, honestly, you wouldn't even sleep through this one because you wouldn't be tired because you're this is the second one you're watching. So, like, you're still coming off of Iron Man. I would, and then you're, I would nap I would nap
0: through this, this so hard. This is
1: where you go up and get your food because you're going to be in the theater for 27 hours. I,
0: God, I just... I know... I, uh, look... We have to put this in context of the time. I know that the MCU was not fleshed out in the slightest at all at this point. Hmm. I know that uh, I, I know that we Avengers was not a thought for another four years. Yeah, I, I I get all that right, but surely to God they knew that you know what what they were gonna do next. Unless like unless Iron Man, Iron Man two comes out uh, like two years after this. Yeah,
1: I mean unless they just like put the Tony Stark thing in there at the end at the very last minute because Iron Man was doing so well because these movies were like I
0: That's m- a that's exactly what they did it for Tony like not, not Tony Stark Jesus Robert Downey Jr <laughs> the 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 interchangeable man Robert Downey Jr agreed to do it uh after they asked because of the the well you know like received Iron Man you know cr- uh criticisms but like why like this movie like surely to god no one like watched this movie and was like this is really engaging <laughs> It's not. It just isn't. It's just. It's a string of dull, confusing choices with good Hulk actions thrown in between. I'm not even that much of a Hulk fan. Y- y- my favorite thing is is Planet Hulk. Yeah. Which was used amazingly well in Thor Ragnarok. And then after that, my favorite Hulk series is uh, arguably one of the least popular ones because it's Hulk in charge of Bruce Banner. Or excuse no excuse me. It's Bruce Banner in charge of Hulk. So the Hulk wakes up in these. Asinine situations and Bruce Banner is trying to kill him.
1: Didn't even know that was a thing.
0: Oh, it's a really great series. He wakes up like on the fucking moon with Russian space experiments. He Hulk wakes up in like chain to the bottom of the ocean where he has to <laughs> like. Whereas Bruce Banner always tried to stay relaxed. Yeah. In this series, it flips it and Hulk has to constantly inject himself with adrenaline to try to like stay the Hulk because Bruce Banner is trying to get rid of the Hulk once and for all. Oh wow. And it's really really good. But a lot of Hulk fans I met, at least down in the comic book store, they told me I was a heathen for liking that story. <laughs> But that's neither here nor there. I just, I'm so, I'm so glad that we have Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk now. I am so glad that. I, I, this makes me sad though because we have a lot of steps, we have a lot of pieces here for good Hulk continuity. We have yeah. Red Hulk, we have she, you know Red Red She Hulk, we have uh, Amadeus Cho, we have all these characters that could have worked in in further Hulk movies had Universal not been a complete jackass about all this, right? Yeah. I just. I don't get where we went wrong with this one because we looked at the 2003 one and we were like, "What was wrong about this one?" Well, Hulk looked weird. They fixed that, right? Yeah. And then they're like, "Well, now we got to make a story." They didn't fix that. No. They, they 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 literally did not fix that. They gave him a villain with uh, Abomination had purpose. I get that. Like he just sought power, right? Yeah. And I get that. But that was it. It was so one dimensional. It was so one dimensional. Whereas with you know Stain in iron man right it was very obvious he was like i want to i want power i want money i want tony stark to be dead you know i want to be known as like the guy that made the mini arc reactor right whereas this is like i just want power i want to i want that hulk i want to be like the Hulk. (laughs) you know but like you know shortcut my i want hulk for dummies (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're not wrong I, no motivation. And he's barely a character. He really is, and and you combine that with the really floppy love story angle. That's just not. Literally, Pepper Potts and Tony Stark make a better love story in Iron Man One, not including Iron Man's Two and Three and all the Avengers offshoots. Right. Yeah. They have a better love story in the first Iron Man than Betty Ross and Bruce Banner do in this film.
1: I mean, well, all right. When you think about this, like the net, like all right. So you get Iron Man. And the next three movies you get are this one, Iron Man two, and Thor. Yeah. How did we get to Avengers? Like, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see Iron Man two after this, and I mean, I don't think it's a good movie. I've I haven't seen it in a long time, and I don't remember it being particularly great. Right. No. And also, Thor, I know, is not particularly great. I like Thor. See, when people get mad and they're all like, "Thor's
0: terrible," I'm like, no. I, I, Now I'm gonna be like, "No, you need to rewatch the whole." All
1: right, so I mean, when like when we get to around January, you'll get to like um, defend
0: yourself. Yeah, it's not gonna be January. <laughs> well, 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 I mean, we're cranking these out at a pretty okay rate, but oh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us for our <laughs> summary rant. slash rant about the Incredible Hulk 2008. Do yourself a favor, just avoid this one. Just, if you have fond memories of The Incredible Hulk, keep it that way. Just,
1: like, sit down and watch, like, the cinema wins and cinema sins of this. No, don't and- support
0: cinema sins. I-, I can't stand those guys. No, well. uh, no I'm just joking. <laughs> I mean, if that's your jam, whatever. But uh, I just, ugh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Go watch the Hulk cartoon. That's probably going to be more entertaining no. than this. Listen to our podcast, because we, we told to you podcast. everything you need to know. We did. God, we did. Uh, we, we, we saved you... About an hour of your life, because this is a two-hour movie, yeah. roughly. So, Oh, Jesus. Do you have anything to add to this, Cody? Now I mean, no you're uh, good.
1: I'm, I'm over here. That was The
0: Incredible Hulk, a very dull string of events with some good Hulk action in between. One good scene where he takes a police car as uses boxing gloves. Yeah. Uh, and that was about it. I just, I don't know, man. I, It's hard to look at this movie and not compare it to all the other Marvel films we have now. But at the same time, just I I was able to close myself off and just watch this movie without considering the rest of the MCU, and I just didn't have a good
1: time. So I think that's that's where I fail because I can't do that. Like I wanted, I made this movie a better movie in my brain with context that this movie does not give. See, there you go, <laughs> there you go.
0: I see. I, I don't I don't make a habit of rewatching movies a whole whole lot unless yeah. it's a movie I love. So I was able to be like, okay, let's, like, let's dust off you know Incredible Hulk 2008 and see what I remember about this. I didn't remember that much. And this is why. And this is why. And this is why. I didn't even see this movie in theaters. I, I had to wait till it came out later. But yeah, I just, God, God almighty, this movie. No, this is the worst. You want to say Thor is the worst? You were incorrect. You want to say Captain America First, Avengers is the worst, yeah, Ultron, Iron Man's 2 or 3. No, this is the worst MCU movie. It is just dull. It is, it exists. It is a, it is the doorstop for the <laughs> it's, rest of the MCU it's, it's to not walk even, on into the house. It's party.
1: not even just the bottom of the barrel. It is the barrel. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: All right. I think that'll do it for this episode of panel pictures. Thank you all. So, so much uh, for tuning in. If you guys have any questions, comments, or topics you want to throw at us, please email us at panel pictures, podcast at gmail.com. If you want to you know, talk to us on Twitter, I'm at Zach James 77. Uh, you can get in contact with this lovable man across the table from me at orange Avenger without the E there. <laughs> the, orange the sorry, the orange Avenger, my bad God. <laughs> er. <laughs> and, um, never gonna live that one day. Cody and I are going to, uh, we are in talking, we're kind of talking about laying out like a roadmap. So you guys can maybe watch these movies beforehand before you listen to the podcasts, uh, if you would like to. So we're probably going to do
1: a DC film next just to kind of palate Clint, cleanse. Yeah, cleanse the palette a little bit. The mean, like, the, the bright side of the DC movies is they don't really have a continuity so much. I mean, some of them do, but it's only like yeah. a three or four film continuity and we're you don't probably, really need it. We're probably going to do an older
0: one uh, before we jump into like EU, Because yeah, like, I feel like if we... I feel like if we shotgun all the the newer DC films from like Man of Steel on, yeah, maybe like Brody right before. And I will be just sad.
1: Or well, maybe right before like Aquaman or uh, the new Wonder Woman comes out, we'll sit down and like we'll do a, a string of those <sighs> to like make Zach cry and make me laugh really hard because I don't think they're as bad as he does, but <laughs> like we've uh, we've been in the theater together with these and like. All right, we got a we got like a three dollar theater in our town where like after something's been out for like a like three months, yeah. It, it's in there for like two weeks. Old and to you, real
0: to real. Second run theater.
1: But um we like he spent three dollars on Justice no, League, and he almost walked out of a three dollar theater. Like he was in almost physical pain watching Justice League.
0: I yield. I yield so much. I am normally a very nice theater patron. I put my mm-hmm. cell phone off, and I make sure I open up all my candy I, we before were, the movie starts. We were
1: like you, me, and your wife were the only three people in the theater I know, anyway. I,
0: I don't care. I was. I was so mad. And
1: I, I apologize if anyone heard me yell, fuck you, several times as I like watched He Justice was League. He was like, his wife literally asked him if he wanted to leave yeah. so many times. And I was like, we got to get to this one part. Like, yeah. I literally made him sit for the best part of the movie. Oh, God.
0: All right. But we will we'll work on a roadmap and we will upload that somewhere. Um, I might make a Twitter for us here. Uh, we're working on a couple different things. Until next time, though, everyone, stay super. And, man, we'll just catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. See? See how easy that was for you to say goodbye that time? A, a Hulk bye! Oh god, bye.